0: This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio AM 640.
1: Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in tonight uh, to the Dating and Relationship Show with me, Laura Bellotta. Last week, it was mentioned that four out of ten marriages, first marriages, fail, and as a result, in Canada, just over 19% of children live in single-parent families, mainly single mothers. Today, I'm joined by three amazing moms to talk about life and dating as a single mom, now, single mom can mean that you are co parenting with the children's dad, or single mom meaning the dad is no longer in the picture and you are raising the children on your own. Let's welcome my co host and executive producer, Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes, who is also a single mom of two. Yes. Davina Cower, who is calling in from LA today. Hello, Davina.
2: Hi,
1: everybody. Hi, Laura. Hi. (laughs) She's the owner of Sexy Brilliant. She's an entrepreneur, media personality, and single mom of one. And we have Daniela English. She's in studio here, and she's the blogger of the Not So Single Life blog and single mom of four. Wow. Oh, my Ah. Ah. (laughs) gosh. I know. Yeah, (laughs) that's a tough one. (laughs) It's a lot. Well, welcome, ladies, to the show. So, Davina, we'll start with you. How long have you um, been a single mom for? And is the daddy in the picture?
2: Uh, (laughs) I feel like I've been a single mom for a long, long time. Um, The dad is in the picture, but we don't live in the same country. So things are a little bit different. Yeah, and uh, different challenges.
1: And how often does your child see their dad?
2: About, we try about two times a year, sometimes more. But it's also a question of, you know, where the work is and how her father is married to, uh, is remarried. So there's there's another family as well. So things are just different, but... We make it work, you know. We're, we live in times of communication, so we are always on the phone. And my daughter knows that she can call her father at any time, and we work with what we have.
1: Daniela, how about yourself? How long have you been a single mother? A four. A
3: four. Two and a half years.
1: Okay, and daddy's in the picture. And why are you smiling?
4: Because <laughs> <laughs> she's had to do it rid <laughs> of it. Because you him. have four kids and you're a single mom. <laughs> like, I don't get the smiling part at all. You're obviously—I put her on the spot. You're obviously making it work, is what I'm trying to say. I am.
3: I am. I mean, you get divorced because it's not working. So,
2: so that's
4: why you're smiling and you thank your ex every day.
2: I'm happy. I'm really right, Davina.
3: I know.
4: I know.
2: Yes, Um, I'm. I'm happy listening to you, girls. I'm like yo.
4: Because we struggle, but we're happy because we're not in a bad situation anymore, and we're happy with our kids, right?
1: hundred percent. And Sandra, your turn now. Uh oh. How long have you been a single mom?
4: Seven years six, seven years, and I got two young fellows. My guys were two and five years old. And they're handsome. They're cute. But they were very young when we split. It was very hard. Very hard for me. So
1: what do you ladies find is the hardest thing about being a
2: single mom? Davina, we'll start with you. Um, In my case, um, you know, I don't have family here. So my my parents live in India. My uh, daughter's father lives in Toronto. So for me, just being able to manage work where you know I'm filming at night or i'm on I'm on speaking at night, bedtime comes first, but I still have to work, so it's a question of balancing that, but then again, this is what life's thrown at me, so I kind of go with the flow and I'm like, bring it on, I'm not willing to give up my work to you know be at home at seven o'clock every night for for my daughter so we we so we work around that schedule, which means. Whatever time we have, we make the best of it.
1: And does do you feel that that affects your daughter? Because you um, you might be working all the time or not home till 7 o'clock at night?
2: Well, sometimes, yes. But then the thing is, what I also have the flexibility of doing is picking her up from school at 3 o'clock and being with her from 3 to 8, you know, so that we have our time together and then mommy has to go to work at 8 o'clock at night. So 8 to 11, I'll be working. Um, she knows that she's loved. This is what mommy has to do. To Which isn't
1: too paper. bad because she's probably in bed by nine, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> How about you, Sandra? What's the hardest thing about being a single mother?
4: Um, well, I think just as a mom in general, it's so hard managing getting the kids off in the morning, lunches, getting them ready, come home, their homework, These days, if you're not helping with homework, like the kids suffer and then just that part and then having a life myself because I have them a majority of the time, um, you know, when their father has them, like, how do I squeeze in a life? And then I think the bigger issue that I really hope we discuss today that these ladies are going to help me with is how society treats single moms. And we have a scarlet letter on her chest. It's a it's a dirty, dirty secret that society has on how we really mistreat single moms, which I think contributes to bad health of single moms and some of the health rates that are happening right now.
1: Demina, can you comment on that?
2: I agree and um, it is absolutely it is very, very challenging and you know it's it's for years I've run the I, I'm from Montreal and I've run the Montreal single parents group. I've seen this. There, there are fathers who are in the same situation. There is a lot that goes into it. Today, we women are more empowered, so we have the, the wisdom and the financial independence to leave a situation that is not working for us. We did not have that 50 years ago, maybe even 30 years ago. So, you know, times are changing, and... And as a single mother, there's also the responsibility of being there all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the alpha at work, I'm the alpha at home, I'm the alpha everywhere around me, and to be honest, that is exhausting. But mm-hmm. well, yeah. why can't so, the daddy be the alpha? Good luck. Well, the daddy's in my case, the daddy's not there in the everyday. Picture, yeah, right? yeah. Like, in
1: your no. case, so but how about your case, yeah. Daniela? Can
3: daddy be the alpha? <laughs>
2: Um, I
3: suppose. And you know what the truth is, is that we, we go back and forth. There's different times. So the kids are with me majority of the time, but every other weekend they're with their father. So we each have our different roles in this co-parenting relationship. But I find the hardest aspect of the whole thing is that life really lives in extremes now so it's either the kids are with me all the time and it's 24 7 or they're not with me at all and it's like what what do i do and it's like either the house is like screaming or it's silent and there's nothing in between (laughs) okay guys we need to
1: take a break you're listening to the dating and relationship show on talk radio am 640 we'll be right back
0: You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio AM 640.
1: We're back. You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio AM 640. We are joined by Davina Cower. She's owner of uh, Sexy Brilliant. She's on the line here from L.A. And we have Daniela English, blogger and single mom. And of course, Santa Cruz, my co-host from Inside Jokes. And we're talking about life and dating as a single mother. And before the break, we were talking about society's attitudes about single moms and how they're being ostracized. You know, once the breakup happens, they're no longer invited to to couple parties yeah couple parties things that happen um yeah yeah. well so so, so, tell us about that Sandra I know you have experience with this well
4: society I think in general I mean you're a dating coach you know how you go through this every day it's a very couple oriented society we live in right I think and I think women often were validated when we're married I watched uh, Sunny Leone her biography she was a very well-known Indian um porn star And uh, she went on to – and in India, I mean, Davina, you're of Indian descent. You could speak to this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, they're a very reserved kind of culture. And, you know, that kind of thing is not okay. But when she she said herself, because she got married, they – because she's a huge Bollywood star right now, Sunny Leone – They accepted her when she got married and she could go on. She was a porn star to become a Hollywood, a Bollywood star all because she got married. So people overlooked her past. So What I'm saying is once you're married as a woman, you're
1: good. Once you're not, other women think you're going to hit on their man. But that's an insecurity on their part. And also, it could be because their husbands might be promiscuous, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. they catch them looking at other women all the time, making comments about other women. So when mm-hmm. a beautiful lady like yourself, Sandra, comes along and now mm-hmm. you're a single mom, there's that threat there. Yeah. You know?
4: But but why is the threat not their married friend? Because, in fact, when we look statistically, the cheaters are married women, not single moms, people, Get over it. Look at your best friend oh. next door. She's the one who's going to sleep with your husband, by the way. Because if you want to look at it statistically. D- Davina, do you want to
1: comment on this? We don't have
3: time to cheat.
1: <laughs> Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. No, you don't because you have four kids. Yeah. <laughs> All of us.
3: <laughs> yeah, Davina, do you want to comment? It double. No,
4: but like for yeah. us, like I think, can we just talk about this for a quick second? Is it even beneficial for a single mom to be with a married man? No. Oh, God, no. It's no. It's a headache. Why do we want, a, that's not We got divorced beneficial. for a reason.
1: Right. <laughs> but it happens.
4: It happens a lot. It so. happens a lot that, that married women are with married men. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Yes. And, yes, And it happens as well because there aren't enough great quality men out there. Yeah. So, and married men are considered good quality men. So, that's why it happens. But Davina, not- go ahead. Oh,
2: that's, that's just. I'm sorry, but that just sounds horrible. Yeah, I oh. agree. I <laughs> well, agree, Davina. I
1: know, but you it know. happens. Sorry.
2: What
4: happens, though, oh. Laura? What what parties? You mean single women with married men?
2: Yeah,
1: because it's so hard. They're, they're, they're having such a... Like, the dating world right now, it, it's just so difficult so there. So do
4: you, see, as a dating coach, do you see a lot of single women with married men? Is that what you're trying to say?
1: No, I don't. Um, but in general, I do. You know, along the way in my life, I've seen so many women I mean, having... Uh, Affairs with married men because the married men are um, more attractive to them. They're uh, considered a good quality guy because they are in a marriage. Well, there's okay. I'm just going to stop you. Sorry. And their wife, obviously, if they're in a a marriage and their wife isn't letting them go, then there's some there's some good qualities there. But
4: there's three single women right here who just said, uh, you know, it might seem more big to you. Because you said over the years you see a lot of single women with married men. Yeah. And it might seem like a bigger issue because it's so horrible to
1: see. And married women with married men too, not just
4: single women. Okay, okay. That's, okay. Sorry. Yeah, just in general. Okay, sorry. No, because there's three single women here saying that we don't want to be with married men because that's a headache.
1: Okay. Well, married women women as well.
3: It's not just that. It's it's the same way that there's this idea, this societal idea that women outside of marriage are bad. This notion of married men being more lucrative and desirable is a falsity as well. They're protected by the sanctity of marriage that, oh, all the great guys are taken, all the great guys are married. No, I've met some amazing men who are divorced and they're divorced because... You know, look at us. We're awesome and we're divorced. It doesn't always Mm -hmm. boil down to that. It's just, it's
1: harder in today's society. Those good men are more difficult to find. And this is what I'm Uh, hearing from single women. Right? Davina, uh, are you having a hard time
3: meeting men? I hear the women saying, you can't find quality men. And the men saying, I can't find quality women. (laughs) And everyone's saying it. I hear amazing guys saying, I can't find amazing women. And it's like mind boggling. Yeah, well, well, it's just you could
2: go on television like me and look for love and relationships on the stage. Yeah, but,
3: but but you know what? That's not realistic, right?
1: So Davina was on the Millionaire Matchmaker yeah. with Patty Stainer. and uh, tell us about that experience.
2: Oh my God, so fun! Patty is oh my God. You know what? So this is what happened. It, like you know, I went on the show and I said I like sex, and all of a sudden I was this. You know this woman who likes sex, and I was like, oh my god, it was unbelievable. So we did have a lot of clashes, um, but Patty is, you know, she she offers a transformation. So I am a transformed woman, and I don't look for love and relationships on Craigslist anymore. You were on Craigslist <laughs> looking for love.
3: Oh, man. Uh, tell us whole, about that. We have stories there. Yeah, tell us about that. I'm very <laughs> yeah, interested, actually. I
1: don't know anybody. Because I on sell like list. mattresses on there. I don't. I don't We're gonna them. come back to this. We need to take a break. <laughs> You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio and 640.
0: Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bolotta from SingleInTheCity.ca. On Talk Radio, AM 640.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Dating and Relationship Show with me, Laura Bellata. I am joined by Davina Cower. She's a media personality and single mom and author. And Daniela English, a blogger and single mom as well, and Santa Cruz from Inside Jokes. Uh, she's also my co host and she's a single mom. And uh, before the break, I we were talking about society's attitudes about single moms. And uh, Davina, I, I, I want to hear, uh, Daniela and Davina, your thoughts on that. But I, I'm very interested, Davina. About Craigslist, because I, I've never met anyone who was on Craigslist to try to meet someone. So tell us your experience with that, please.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> well, this is what it is, right? I'm a single mom. I have a nine month old baby, and and then Jeez. later on, I have a two year old baby, and then you know it went on and on. And I'm I'm looking for a connection with somebody. We want to feel the reason we go on dating sites is because we want. Love, we want validation from you know, and when you're going through the breakup of a marriage, your self esteem is very, very low. Mm-hmm. So, in my case, mm-hmm. Craigslist was you know, but, was a way of go ahead,
1: but you can't even see a picture. Were there quality men on Craigslist?
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, wow, well, no, you could put a picture of my mattress and my headboard I put up on oh Craigslist. Did you see that when you were there? It was very well priced. <laughs>
2: I have a book coming out about Craigslist dating. Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> Isn't that no?
4: in all seriousness, though? But we hear a lot of, like, murders of people who met. I hate to say
1: it. On, on a, a few, well, not tons. Were, were there quality men on Craigslist?
2: Absolutely. We are who
1: we attract. Oh, wow. Okay, absolutely.
2: We, but So we attract.
1: People at home, I don't suggest mom. it, okay?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at it, it was an experience yeah um, and now like now I've evolved from it and you know there's so many good stories that have come out of it I've actually had a long-term relationship off Craigslist but but that was then that was five ten years ago now I'm in a different phase in my life and and because I've had this journey I can share them and empower our listeners to what it's like to be a single mother we are lonely we are alone and it is Society society does not accept single parents, single mothers, and just that because we want to feel accepted, we look for other ways of getting accepted, right? And it's not Standard. necessarily
4: with married men, just to qualify. No, and you're no, right.
2: No, no, but that pressure of being accepted leads to so many, you know, like there's depression, there's health, like, hell yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, for me, me, I really, my health started to deteriorate shortly after the divorce uh, because of the pressures of parenting of two young boys in particular, very active boys, one of them with special needs uh, and learning disabilities. And so those pressures got to me and dating was really hard amidst all that because you're just trying to balance life. But at the same time, you want a social life because you are alone. And um, but then you started coming up against these
1: roadblocks. So what advice do you want to give? other moms out there that are currently in marriages about um, their attitude towards other single moms?
3: Um, I think that a lot, what I've personally experienced is that um, the way people view divorced women is really with fault and with blame. And so... Mm -hmm. I remember some, I'm in school, I'm back in school taking communications at York. And um, somebody asked me, oh, how's school going? And I said, oh, you know, it's good. It's a lot of work. It's hard, but it's good. And they looked at me and they said, well, you chose it. This is what you wanted after all.
4: There you go. And I
3: just, I was, it was, it was in the office office of my son's school, my kid's school. And I kind of just stood there and I was like, what just happened? So like I smiled and I walked away, but then I thought about it afterwards. And I was like, this is how it's viewed. I chose this. This is what I wanted. Yeah, so too bad. But, exactly. But the reality is, is that you might ask for a divorce, but nobody chooses divorce. You choose yeah. it as a last, last
4: yeah. resort. I'm just going to throw this out. Girls, when we got married, did you just go, boy, I can't wait to get divorced. <laughs> okay. But yet we get this blame as if, well, that same thing. So when I was struggling and my health was declining and I needed help with my boys, my even my closest friends, two family, everybody and, would say, well, you, you chose this. Okay, you but, wanted the divorce. But do guys get the blame as well? No. Or no. just something that just no. happens with women? Divorced with men women. are victims of witches. We're all what? witches. Yeah. Divorced men are a uh, rock star with women. Really? Well, they how a about similar... when the guy
3: cheats or something?
4: Still a rock star. But if
3: he cheats and then he's You're a good to dad, and sit... then he's redeeming. Because okay. there's something oh, really, really sweet yeah. about seeing the yeah. dad walk around with oh. his girls and his kids. Oh, You're supposed to
1: accept that. And I'm not trying to hate
3: on that. But this is just how society views it. Right women are there's fault and there's blame and we chose out even if we didn't even if he walked out on us it doesn't matter yeah there's there's a sense of blame and if you parallel it to let's say somebody who lost their husband whose husband who's now Mm -hmm. a widow Mm -hmm. you know the the interactions how how society relates to widows as opposed to divorcees Mm -hmm. it's night and day oh my god I,
1: I, I sorry. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We're talking about life and dating as a single mom. Stay with us. The Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640.
0: You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Velada from singleinthecity.ca. On Talk Radio, AM 640.
1: And we're back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. I'm Laura Bellata, my co host, Sandra Cruzzi from Inside Jokes. We're talking about life and dating as a single mom. We're joined by Davina Cower, she's a, a owner of SexyBrilliant.com, and Daniela English, she's also a blogger of the not so single life and a single mother herself. So, Davina, this question's for you. Um, you have this book called, uh, Too Fat, Too Loud, Too Ambitious, <laughs> right? And what tips do you have for other single moms on regaining their confidence to be sexy and having a sense of, of self again? Because, I, you know, before you start dating, I think it's so important that you're in a really good mind frame, you're in a good place, and you love yourself as much as you can in order for someone else to love you back. So, how can people regain their confidence?
2: So obviously everybody's journey is very, very unique. And, you know, the one thing that I, I do share is that seek the help that we need, which is whether it's a therapist, it's a coach, it's time alone, and learn to love ourselves again because, you know, we've left this relationship or we're no longer a couple and, and, you know, children, or whether we're single and, and looking again. Start with self-love. The more we love we have for ourselves, the more love we can share with others. And that's self-care. That's also getting to know ourselves while meeting dates. Potential dates that we meet are here to teach us more about ourselves. So just to enjoy the process, enjoy the journey of self-discovery and self-actualization and not necessarily worry about you know, like in my case, I struggle with body confidence. So I, So I So for me, it was a journey to love myself physically, emotionally, get to know myself better. And that is the crucial thing. That's important. Because
4: people get into Rebound too soon after their divorce sometimes. That's so toxic.
2: Yeah, that is
1: toxic. Uh, So how about, now? I think it would be easier to date um second time around because you already have your kids and that's the biggest struggle i think because so many women are on this time clock you know when they get into their 30s and early mm. 40s and they they just want to they want to meet someone because they want to have babies so how do you feel about this uh, uh the fact that you're able to you know check the kids off the to-do list does
3: it make dating easier um daniella i'll take this yeah um if if your primary goal in dating and marriage is children and reproduction, then yes, a hundred percent tick, it's done. But in terms of looking for a meaningful relationship and partnership, it's not because now all of a sudden you You know, it's not just my heart I put on the line. I put four other hearts on the line every time I make a decision, every time I make a choice. And a man that I bring into my life, I bring into my children's life. And I'm making a decision based on a unit, not just myself. So I might meet a man and say, oh, you know, this is a great guy. And, you know, before kids, this could have worked between him and I. But, you know, my kids, my oldest is 11. We've already carved out a certain... Lifestyle and path and not that we can't be fluid but there's just myriad factors that come into play in terms of religious values cultural values and in meshing them together mm. it becomes far more complex yeah and would you guys rather date a guy with kids or without with
1: with, with. only yeah. mm-hmm. single dads yeah. are hot
2: yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. And I'm I'm open. I'm I'm open um and I think that's important too cuz I do want more children. So Oh, I don't. Too. Oh, wow. I do.
1: Well, well you, you got have four. four. You I cross got
2: the your legs, package. for the love of God.
1: So are all of you ladies dating right now? Actively.
3: I'm dating,
2: dating. myself. Actively
1: dating? Who's actively Define dating? Dating. Yeah, I Not so much. Okay. Not so much.
2: I am date- I am dating myself. Yeah. Uh,
1: so none of you are dating like men or like a other women? <laughs> date
2: here or there, yeah, possibly,
1: right. well, but that's not dating. in a relationship. No, no, oh. that's what I mean. Like oh, just dating okay. out and yeah. about, yeah. meeting
4: men. Out there. The one thing, Laura, I just want to say, because you brought this up on other shows, there's a man shortage a little bit you're mentioning and- there's
1: a, a man sh- yeah, yeah, good quality man shortage and so, I know that for myself because I was out there dating for quite a while mm-hmm. and I had a hard time like I was going on a date a week for sure mm-hmm. and I'm serious like it was like whoa what's going on here we're well, not on the same playing field and- yeah single men have a
4: hard time putting themselves out there I think they don't know as much but I'm just looking at this article that global news uh printed in August single men by city in Canada and single women by city uh in Toronto there's 683,000 single men and there's 705,000 single women.
1: So, not that not that big of a difference. Yeah,
4: but but almost 100,000. Montreal's 486,000 and uh men, for men women? and women is 463,000, so they're almost balanced. Um, but they said uh, further in this article, great article, is uh, Petawawa is where you want to go to find men. Um, so sign up, ladies. I know I'm on my way there right after the show. Um, Ticket
3: booked.
4: There are about two men for every woman in Petawawa. And hopefully you like military men. So Uniform. And then Cold Lake, Alberta has about six women for every 10 men. And Wood Buffalo, which includes Fort McMurray, has about seven single women for every 10 men.
3: I think this speaks, though, to the idea that it's not the market necessarily of what's available, but it's the way that we're approaching things. And I think that that's, you know, far more systemic and and reflective of the dating culture and world that we're going through that we approach things with low investments and because of that we we don't in, we don't make high investments in relationships and we produce inferior products based on that everybody wants you know these you hear of starbucks dates Every guy I go out with, he just wants to take me to Starbucks. Like that's it. Well, and that's how many grande dating, lattes do
1: I yeah, need? But dating can get <laughs> expensive for guys if you think about it. Dating it yeah. gets get very expensive for guys. So if you they, can, you know, they're taking every girl out on a on a yeah. dinner date, you know, they're I'm gonna, not get, saying they're saying gonna be
3: broke, of course. And I'm not saying dinner, but the truth of the matter is, is that putting some thought and walk. We have a beautiful city. Walking around downtown with an ice cream is even cheaper than a latte with fifteen different syrups in it. But, like, it's, it's just the idea of investing time and investing energy. And people are just depleted. They don't
1: want to invest time and energy when they don't know you. We need to take a break. You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio AM 640.
0: Now, back to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellana from singleinthecity.ca. On Talk Radio, AM six forty.
1: You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM six forty. We are joined by Davina Cower, media personality and single mom, and owner of Sexy Brilliant. Daniela English, blogger and single mom in Santa Cruz from Inside Jokes. We're talking about life and dating as a single mom. Before the break, uh, Daniela here was going off on me. Yes, uh, and Laura, you, about, you guys had a good discussion. She was talking though. about people need to invest more from yes. the get go and dating when the they go on. Okay, so let's let's continue with that.
3: I, I firmly believe we don't put, we don't invest anything in even potentials. We show up to date thinking already, okay, well, whatever, we'll try it out, but it's for sure not going to work. Because that's, we, that's because people have too much choice. Because we're working on volume. We're not working on quality. We're working on quantity and it produces and a lower quality product. So if you approach it from, you know, an economic standpoint, you have to, you have to invest higher to yield a Greater results. Yeah, but hang on. You don't invest ten dollars and get a million yeah, dollars ROI. Okay, but, it doesn't happen. But Clarify. People
1: don't people don't invest their time, energy, or money anymore unless they've had a, a first date and they know that there's that attraction there. There's that chemistry between the two of you, because so often people are meeting people off of online dating sites or apps and then they meet the person and go whoa well you're not who you say you are so why would they invest time and energy into somebody that right. they haven't met now if they meet you and go whoa there's chemistry here hmm I'm very, I'm really attracted to you then yes then they will put more time and energy into that date or to get D- to know okay, hold you on. Yeah, but then it
3: goes further back because the problem the problem with working on we're still working on volume because the problem is you're going to meet somebody who has chemistry you have chemistry with and it's going to go great but the second there's a hiccup and there's a Roadblock. Swipe left. We're done. Let's move to the next. I agree. A million other well, you can thank technology for that. No, but we, have, for we that. have to date more yeah. discernibly. We have to date. We have to be more. We have to know ourselves better and know what we I want with better that. and yes. what we need better. And we have to be more discernible with our dates and with our time. But you do not going to yes know or, all of that yeah.
1: information off of an online dating. But you know it from, know,
3: from knowing yourself. You don't
2: just say That's yes. That's why people, to people need to use yes. matchmakers. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> the purpose of dating is to date. It's just to enjoy ourselves and be in the moment. We... I personally mm. that. different it people have dating ex- Yeah, no, and I want I, a relationship and it gets it, exhausting it
1: gets yeah. exhausting for people it's exhausting
3: I always say that like the irony is, is that I have to get dressed up full face of makeup, spanks yeah. heels the whole nine yards just to find a guy that I want to sit on the couch with or no, like I have but, to spend on. hours talking to a guy who I can sit in silence with hold on
4: let's not shame Davina if she wants to date because she just wants to date right Davina is that what you're saying you like, know what here's the here's the
2: thing I write about relationships always remember relationships are formed between equals how can we want to be with somebody who is not equally invested in us It's nobody's invested that. but Zero that takes time yes
1: but that course, takes time it doesn't happen overnight not,
2: of course but the thing is when we have to force ourselves to like our date or to go on a second date with the same person it's there's no point to it. It's time to move on, right? Like, it's, it's dating. It's not, you know, I can say this because, like, I'm on television talking about this. But the thing is that we complicate the dating process too much. Yes, we're, we're inundated by technology, and we can also choose not to use technology and go to matchmaking events, right? But the thing is, if we are going to be using technology, then we need to be aware of its consequences, which is we're more and more isolated, and the isolation is also in the, in, the, in the dating world, right? Social media does connect us, but it leaves us, you know, more isolated. And that comes back to, if I can finish with this, that as a single mother, we need to have people in our village to help us raise our children.
3: Mm-hmm. And that
2: is, that is very, very important because I don't have family. My parents live overseas. I don't have my, ex, my daughter's father so I rely on my friends, my neighbors, people around me to help me go on a date or to work, right? So that's crucial. So before
1: we take another break, I just want to ask you, ladies, what have you learned from other single moms?
3: Daniela? I've learned a lot of empowerment. I've seen, I've surrounded myself with strong, strong role models. I have friends who are real estate agents starting over again, um, interior designers, um, architects, strong, fabulous women who are, another friend of mine is doing her PhD and they're doing it and they're working and and I, it, you can, you it, can do it. Yeah. And I envy you single moms out I there who it. are
1: entrepreneurs, who have businesses because I only seem to have time for myself and my dog and my boyfriend sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and i don't have time for myself at the end of the day and i'm thinking how cause i'm an entrepreneur and how do these single moms do it i don't get it sometimes you don't
3: some days Davina, don't. how do you do it some days it falls apart
2: well we in my case at my home we laugh a lot like you know we just we just make fun of every situation that we can because we we realize that being a parent is also being a conscious parent and 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 being aware and being mindful which is to not pass on yes my blockages to my family that's my child children yeah
1: but i want to know how you make time for everything but we're going to come back to that right after the break you're listening to the dating and relationship show on talk radio am 640
0: This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640.
4: I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's actually a design tip, and that is look up. I'm talking about taking advantage of the vertical space in your home. There's a lot of square footage up there above the couches and tables. That could mean adding shelves and colourful wall-mounted cabinets of different sizes, stacking your paintings or artwork in an interesting arrangement, changing your floor lamp to wall-mounted lighting. Not only will it add some character to your space, it's also quite functional. Call or email me today. I can help you. They can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra.
0: Now, back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Velada from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio. AM 640
1: thanks for tuning into the dating and relationship show tonight what an exciting show we're (laughs) talking about life and dating as a single mom and we're joined by Davina Cower. she's uh, owner of sexy brilliant we have Daniela English here she's a blogger and a single mom and Sandra Kruse also a single single mother she's the host of inside jokes right here on AM 640 before the break we were talking about managing your time as a busy single mother Mm. so how do you guys manage your time Well,
4: uh, we have a couple nights a week off um, because the kids It depends on your parenting plan uh, are with the father. And it's so funny because a lot of my friends married friends are like, Oh, my God, you must have so much time in your hands because you get two (laughs) days off. I mean, like, I wish I had that and they actually resent you because apparently you have this fantastic life Um, because you get two days off a week from the kids. But those days are spent cleaning the house and doing a quadrillion other things. And what they don't realize is when you're managing a house, man and woman, as much as women say, he doesn't do anything around the house and I do everything, I'm like a single mom. It's so dumb and unfounded because when you're managing a house with a person, the guy, even when he takes out the garbage, even turning off a light, even washing one little dish, is still more than when you're alone in a house with children who do who aren't doing anything it's you doing every single thing switching off that light changing that light bulb every calling the utilities every little thing so there's way more to do because you're managing a house by yourself and um and you got to do it on that one day off that you have from the kids you have to do everything on that day you have to do groceries you got to do everything and to find time for yourself yeah good luck I'm just saying.
3: Daniela, how do you find time for yourself? I've I've touched on this before, this idea of of our life is just extreme. So it's, you know, when you have those two days off, you're doing everything that you couldn't do in the time that the kids were there. And if not, then you're literally, and if you get some free moments on the couch to do nothing, you need to physically recoup because they're coming back in. That army is storming back in in a few hours or the next day or whatever it is. I'm a huge proponent of self-care and taking care of, you know, myself Mm -hmm. and whenever I can and and promoting that for my children. So, you know, something as basic as getting my nails done. My nails are my thing. My nails are always done. But like, that's my thing. But my big thing is therapy. That is my huge self-care thing. And that works around, so schedules get stopped. Kids have to move appointments around. Things just, you know, they have to stop because that's what Mm -hmm. I need to do to take care of myself in order to take care of my children. so So you're a big advocate
1: of therapy huge well anybody who knows me and i'll tell you
3: something
4: (laughs) i'll tell you this is a good point because i did not do the self-care part when i became a single mother i got sick i'm telling you right now the cancer comes with stress and i got you burn out in seconds you burn out very shortly as a single mom and when you look at statistically and i was i've been at this for three years with the cancer i'm in the chemo wards i'm talking all these women breast cancer, breast cancer, All, almost every other one is a single mom. I'm not even joking. That's when you, a lot. It is a lot.
1: So it is. Do you guys have any other um, ways that that single moms out there can keep themselves from feeling overwhelmed by emotions like these negative yeah, emotions, I, like depression and, and loneliness, other than getting help by therapy?
2: So the very, very crucial part is that just admit that there are some things that will have to be postponed till the next day, Mm -hmm. you know, like as a a single mother, yeah, let go of my, my, my child is sick. I got to stop working and take care of my child, which, which is, you know, we have that in, in all families. But the thing is, when you're in charge and you're responsible, the family comes first. So uh, be willing to let go, be willing to pick it up the next day and be flexible, be fluid. That is... That is the crucial, crucial part of, you know, letting go of stress as well and and being kind to ourselves. Yeah.
3: Did you want to say something? Uh, Yes, I just wanted to add specifically to your point in terms of how to manage those feelings and those emotions. It's an effort. It's a conscious effort every single day in terms of how we talk to ourselves, our inner dialogues, the way we react to situations, the way we handle things around us. When something happens you know, and we choose to look at it in a negative way or we choose to look at it in a positive way or the way that we speak to ourselves, our internal dialogue, how we're going to change that, those all play a role into our greater moods and stability.
1: And one more quick question before we go, how important is it that uh, your kids have a relationship with their father
3: the
2: top Can of my I list Can, top of my list uh, top of my list too and the most important relationship yeah
1: i never understood women that just try to keep their kids from their ex-husbands It just the way the way i, the way I see it Dummies.
3: i, I, I it's so just, bad for the kids i divorced my husband my kids did not divorce their father that thank relationship you. has to thank come you. first yeah. always thank
2: yeah. you daniela yeah yeah, well, i believe in that yeah and also to never ever put anything negative in our our children's Yes, I agree with that. You only hurt your kids. And, you know, like just like Daniela said, just because I divorced your father doesn't mean that you have divorced your father.
3: I always say that I got divorced to make my life better. So every choice that I make and every decision I make has to be to better my life. And berating my ex-husband and my children's father does not make their life better. It hurts them. Thank you. Well,
1: you three ladies have been amazing. Since everyone knows that being a single mom is not easy, but you ladies have shown us your life can be just as happy and healthy as any other family. You seem kind of uh, happy anyways. Totally happy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing your experiences and perspective. You You can hear more from Sandra, our executive producer, right here on AM640 by checking out Inside Jokes Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Sandra, you have an event that you want to talk about?
4: November 3rd, Bombo gives back for the McMaster Children's Hospital Foundation at Grand Olympia in Hamilton, November 4th, I'll be appearing at the Chilano Canadian Club uh, Comedy Night. And November 10th, I'm proud to be host of the Mirror Ball at the Western Harbor Castle to benefit Look Good, Feel Better program for women with cancer. And it's sponsored by the cosmetic companies. I'm very proud to be part of that event. You are
1: one single busy mama. Yeah. And Davina Cower, the wonderful author and entrepreneur, can be found on her website, sexybrilliant.com. And you can check out blogger Daniela English at her blog, thenotsosinglelife.ca. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great week. Ciao for now.